Hi, this is Stephanie, the host of the Empower Your Life podcast. And on this episode, we have interviewed Lisa Tomaselli. She's one of our longtime physical therapists. Um, honestly, Lisa and I have worked together for like 18 years. I'll share the story here in a second, but um, she is a myofascial release specialist. Like that's like, she's done a lot of training in it. And she's going to be talking about the difference between massage and myofascial release. Um, and there's a big difference in, in the training that you go through and all that good stuff. So I'm super excited for you guys to learn from her. She is a wealth of information. Like I said, we have worked together for 18 years and I always laugh that I don't know how we didn't meet before being a physical therapist because we literally, le- we literally lived parallel lives. Um, she grew up in Dallas just like I did and she played soccer, um, per, um, like high level soccer, just like I did. And so that community is so small. So it's really interesting that we never met, but she's four years older than me. And even though I played up, um, we never met, <clears throat> which is, I always say it's so, super interesting. She also was a gymnast growing up and I was too, um, but we never competed against each other. When she went off to college, she went to central Florida, which was a school that recruited me. Like all the schools that recruited her recruited me. Um, and she ended up leaving there and SMU wanted to recruit her and she, um, went to, but decided not to go to SMU. Otherwise we would have played together. Cause that's where I played soccer. And, but she went down then, um, to A&M cause she thought she was going to go to vet school and ended up doing physical therapy. So here she's out of school. I, when I got out of sc- school, I started playing for a semi-professional program. And, um, when I left to go to PT school, she came and, w- and played for that exact same team. So we have all these parallels where we never actually met. It was totally meant for us to meet. Um, and then when I got out of PT school and started setting up offices, that's when I actually met her and, and we've worked together for 18 years. So she's phenomenal, amazing person, um, amazing physical therapist, has a wealth of knowledge. So I'm super excited for you guys to uh, be learning from her today and uh, make sure you stay tuned to the end because uh, there'll be a special offer and on ways of, of, you know, being able to work with Lisa. If you want to um, learn more from her or learn how she might be able to actually help you definitely stay to the end to learn more about that. This is the empower your life podcast where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. We want to give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without a further ado, let's get started. Hey guys, we have the amazing Lisa Tomaselli. Um, if any guys, you know, we've worked together forever and ever and ever, probably, I used to say 10 years and Lisa would be like, I'm Stephanie, it's been longer than that. It's probably like 18. What do you think? 18 years? Probably. My math is a little sketchy these days. Mine is too, but it's kind of crazy that it's been like that. But, um, I wanted to bring her on today because, uh, she is an expert in myofascial release. And I think there's a lot of confusion with people not really knowing what that is and how it's different than massage. So... I thought it'd be great for her to come on and um, tell us a little bit more about that. So let's just start with that question. Like, how is this, how is myofascial treatments different than a just normal massage? Right. So when you're starting to talk about myofascial release, I think the first thing we really need to talk about is what is fascia. Um, Because um, it is different than just muscles and tendons. Uh, It's a whole separate structure that runs throughout our whole body. Um, if you can kind of imagine a fishnet, 
it would look like a fishnet. Um, and then the holes are technically filled with um, ground substance or fluid. So we don't have to get into the chemistry about that. But if you can imagine that running all over your whole body, it's one continuous uh structure and it goes over muscles in muscles between them around vessels um into um and around all organs and structures and then becomes one you know really even all the way into bone um so <clears throat> when we treat fascia the difference when you talk about between massage massage is typically meant for uh, not super deep all the time, but even if you do deep tissue, um, that does actually get into fascia. Um, but light massage does not. It's more meant for blood flow, for heat production, and relaxation. And when you get into myofascial, it does the same thing. It really will promote relaxation, but it takes a much stronger, it takes um, not a stronger pressure, but it takes a continuous pressure takes more time in one place whereas massage tends to we go over big parts of the body at once and um so the time element in myofascial release it will the purpose of it is to use the pressure to eventually melt the ground substance i was talking about in the structure uh, in order to allow for better uh, blood flow, uh, communication, and movement, really. Of, and when I say communication, that's communication between cells. Um, it takes about three minutes or longer in one position to actually affect fascia. Um, when we're doing massage, you're basically, you know, massaging the same part and um, we're constantly in a movement pattern. In fascia, there's subtle movement if you, if you work with release, but it, like I said, the time factor is key. You have to go minimum of three minutes to get any change in the fascia. So I hope that is clearer than mud. <laughs> It is. And, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, we always say like where the side of the pain is often not where the source of the problem is. And a lot of times when people go and do like massage, they just go to the side of the pain and find those pieces, <clears throat> but really truly with my fascial, you're going to pain in other parts of the body that you don't even realize are like in a completely different part of the body. So, um, tell us how, what typically people will feel, um, when you're like, this is totally my fascial, like there's common, things and with, with all, with all kinds of treatments and what we see. And when we ask questions, what are some of those for the myofascial? I mean, I can answer some of them, but. <laughs> sure. So there's no absolutes. That's the hardest, probably part of it. Um, typically myofascial pain, you can kind of default, uh, arriving at, you know, that type of resolution because, it will not show up on hardly any objective tests. You're not going to see myofascial restrictions in x-ray. You're not going to see myofascial restrictions <laughs> in MRIs or um, CT scans or anything like that. It just doesn't show up because there's been nothing developed to detect the, the specific protein structure of, of, myo, of the myofibrils 
of the of the fascia. So, um, but pain patterns, hmm, they're very, and sometimes they're masked because sometimes they act like nerve pain. Um, if somebody has a myofascial restriction in their back, they can be getting a problem in their calf sometimes, or, you know, oh, my foot's been killing me. Um, but the back may be the problem. And yes, sometimes that's nerve tissue, but sometimes it's not actually. And so um, when I was, you know, when you're talking about myofascial pain, so a lot of times that it's, it's a ruling out, a diagnosis of ruling out. And I wouldn't even call it a diagnosis. It's more of a description or a syndrome. Um, the pain itself, when you talk about the description of pain, it can be anything from throbbing to aching. Um, it can actually become sharp in certain instances, but it usually is not unrelenting and sharp. Meaning, you know, if somebody's feeling like they're holding a hot poker on you, it doesn't, they're not going to hold it there for a long period of time. It's just like you feel it sharp and then it goes away typically. Um, well, and I know too, it's, like, so, you know, when you, when you look at like the things that I do, I'm, I'm very mechanical in the sense that I'm looking at how everything kind of moves and with, when something's very mechanical, whether it's like joints aren't moving very well, there's some stiffness here, there's some tightness here. Um, there's a uh, poor movement patterns here. Um, there's usually layers of stuff, but when, but there's patterns, like there's, they're very, exactly common pattern. So, you know, this is so mechanical. This is the way you're presenting. And when we ruled all that stuff out, that's when I'm like, Oh, there's gotta be another component like this, or you can have, you know, random swelling in, in certain areas that, that can create that or random pain, um, that it doesn't really, um, there's no really patterns to it. You can't really turn it on or turn it off. You sort of can, but it's not, there's no real patterns is what I find. Yeah. Like when I'm like, Oh yeah, this is one for Lisa. <laughs> yeah, it tends to be very vague. It yeah, does. It and, is. It's very. It it if you work, you know, since I've been working myofascially for a long time, I can tend to I done I tend to feel myofascial restrictions before mm -hmm. I will quote see them, or they don't fall into a movement pattern. But movement can be restricted because of them, you know. So yep. I definitely look at we definitely look at movement patterns first you know, to see where the discomfort is and how to elicit that discomfort so that we have a, you know, an objective starting place. So um, how did you get into this kind of treatment? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a funny story. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the first time I ever came in contact with it, I had uh, just had my second ACL reconstruction and it just happened to be on my right knee. And I also had an unstable right ankle out of, you know, playing too hard most of my life. And so my brain was having a very difficult time stabilizing an ankle and a knee that were uh, disrupted is the mm -hmm. best way to put it. And so I was seeing a massage therapist who had practiced myofascial release for a long time. And in, she was actually giving me help and relief. And ironically, sometimes with myofascial, you, you glean insight. And frankly, I pretty much think that after seeing her six times, not only did I get pain relief and my fibula was, was actually moving better, I got the aha moment that if I taped my ankle, 
my knee pain might reduce. And the aha moment was right. Um, when I did that, I was able to walk around, my brain could figure out how to deal with my knee when my ankle was stable. So um, that I didn't know was a byproduct of it till I started studying it. And um, that massage therapist said, hey, you might try this technique as a part of your physical therapy practice. Um, here's how, and here's the person that started it, which I do want to mention. This is the, what I practice as a Don, John Barnes myofascial technique. It is very specific. It is specific. Um, there are a lot of myofascial practices out there, but they don't emphasize the time hold. And I would boil it down to. That's the difference. Um, the time holding is one of the big differences. And then it's also a process of self, um, self, uh, I'm having trouble with words, you know, self, uh, treatment, self, mm -hmm. uh, improvement, you know, that you're trying to always, um, do better for yourself in addition to people. Um, yeah. if you don't heal yourself, it's very difficult to heal other people well, is best is kind of the easiest way I can describe that at the moment. No, that totally makes sense. Um, and one last question. So tell us a little bit more about like how our tissues hold emotions. Cause you know, we always say there's, there's emotional component to pain. Are you sure that happens? I'm just kidding. <laughs> and how we hold it in and um and how that can affect like our pain and our and issues that we're having sure yeah it's kind of funny i was just reading one of john barnes articles that we have on on fear um itself and how uh using myofascial release we can actually access fear that happens um from anything from being you know chased by the neighborhood dog and you fell down and, you know, twisted your ankle to, um, you know, Hey, I just fell and tore my ACL and, Oh my God, am I going to be able to play again? And Oh my God, am I going to be able to walk again? And those are just immediate emotions that happen when we get injured. Um, it, and you can't avoid those emotions. Um, so when they happen, it's actually um, myofascial release becomes a position dependent vehicle um, so that when we can uh, not only get people in those positions, but really just in, enable them to move into that position, if they can get into that position of trauma, they can actually fully uh, experience the injury that happened in a less than you know, acute form where it's not so painful, they can process all of the emotion and the problem. And a lot of times the fear surrounding and not just fear, fear, anger, sadness, you know, you can throw them all in there. A yep. lot of that time, the body can fully heal, process that information and then move past the blockage that has happened because of it. Um, we can't, uh, you know, we like to think that we can just pocket emotion and stick it in a little box and just kind of, you know, not deal with it and everything will be fine. But if we can deal with it, we actually move forward faster. In yeah, healing. it'll resurface in some other area. I mean, you see it all Typically. the time. Yeah, obviously, obviously, you know, and, and some of, you know, some of our pain can even be, you know, emotionally driven, but that's a very difficult place to start. So 
physically is much easier. And I really got into myofascial practice because I, I actually figured out and had the aha moment uh, that it was an, uh, a treatment that was, had an ability to access people's emotions and treat those emotions. And I didn't have to talk to them, which was fantastic. <laughs> I love people. I can't say that I love to talk to people 24 seven, No, I'm, but I am definitely I'm not, <laughs> and I'm definitely not qualified for psychological, um, you know, uh, treatment. So <laughs> it was, it was, a, it was a terrific vehicle in order to, uh, you know, to pursue and to, you know, really, really help people take steps forward in their healing a lot of times faster than they would typically get there on their own. Oh yeah. Well, I too, too, I think when you get to someone that is like, we got you, you're going to be fine. Like that takes a lot of it away. But when people like, you know, we get those chronic pain patients that have tried everything, nothing's really worked. You know, they're going to hold that in a lot more than someone that, um, has been injured recently because a lot of times you just sure. get a moving and it, it's going to resolve on its own, but you will find those people that, um, have had it for a really long time and you can tell it's in their tissues. Yeah. You just, there's really, a lot of release that will happen. Oh, of course. I, you know, it's when people have been hurt for a long time, you know, it affects their whole being. And a lot of times you have to just, like you said, treat and pull back layers, you know, yep. of, of history in order yeah. to get to the root of problems instead of just what they're feeling in the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. um, it's, it's been a, it's been a fantastic journey for myself. And I think a lot of the people that I work with have benefited from it as well. And that's the real fun for me. Yeah. Well, and, and it's really the only, like, this is the only model, the way we have everything set up that you can really do this to really spend the time with the patient to dig in deeper um, to really get to the source. Cause you can't do that when there's a lot of patients around, you can't do that when, you know, in a five minute conversation, like it's something that takes time. No, sometimes it's the second, third, fourth visit. Yep. People will yep. come up and say, Oh yeah. You know what else happened yep. last week? Or yeah. All of a sudden now you're putting all the pieces together because they're a trusting, they're starting to see a difference. And then, um, and then you're starting to hear like more of their fears that, that they had, like, you're like, Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that bad. Right. And which I know, should realize it because that's what our brain does. It goes like worst case, like I have cancer, I'm going to die. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the, one of the thing that you're right. It's nice to be able to instill confidence in people that there is a way to resolve what has been bothering them. And yeah. once they have that type of hope, you know, they tend to, everybody will go all in, you know, yep. when you think there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Well, very cool. This was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was needed cause I just don't think people really understand or know, but I think this will help people understand, um, kind of the differences and, um, and just a component of what we do at our office. Right. And like I said, and if people are interested in more information, you know, please visit, there's a website, John Barnes, myofascial, physical therapy or myofascial therapy and he gives a much more scientific in-depth explanation that helps a lot i just didn't want to get too sciencey it gets boring oh most people <laughs> don't want to hear about the science stuff that's only us lisa exactly <laughs> most people are like does it work yeah okay do it then 
Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but anyway, you know, for those who like information and there are a lot yeah. of people out there who like information, you know, yeah. it's a great, great place to go and, and, uh, and dig deeper. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. This was great. Thank you so much for doing this. Yes. And, uh, come on down everybody. If you can get a hold exactly. of me, I'll talk more about it, but that's hard to do. <laughs> we'll get you all fixed up. That's what we do. That's our specialty. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks for having and having the talk stuff. We really enjoyed yep. it. Yep. Awesome. Hey y'all, I'm Catherine, Client Relations Manager of Empower Physical Therapy. If you're interested in speaking to one of our specialists on how we can help you, click the link below to set up a time with one of our physical therapists.